0: Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here, and this is Numbers for Success podcast on this February the 7th, 2021. You're also welcome, friends, to All Things Soul. And that's what this podcast is about, helping you to inspire and also to be someone who is of inspiration. So here we are. We've made it into the first week of February. And February is usually the month that we consciously review what touches our hearts because we have good old Valentine's Day coming up next week so my next podcast will be about all things Valentine's I would imagine but I guess it's one of the major celebrations um, of the month apart from in which we spoke about last week which is the beginning of spring and also in Irish means in the belly because bulg in Irish is the belly so filling the belly filling the solar plexus with light and in this case love so You know, Valentine's Day, I might actually, I'll do a little bit of research on that for next week. And we'll talk a little bit about the history of Valentine's Day. But I suppose that Valentine's Day, the heart is the central place that we talk about and we learn about love. And it is in our hearts that we discover what is truly meaningful. And I've spoken before, friends, about I believe we have three minds and the mind would be in our brain. The next mind is in our heart. And the next mind is in our stomach or solar plexus. So when we are making decisions, a lot of the time we go into the head and we analyze everything. But if you actually always try and work from the heart center or in my case, from the stomach center, where you know intuitively what is the right decision. So starting to listen more to your body. But in, in terms of this month of February, which is a wonderful time of year, I think February to me is one of the nicest months and it's usually the last month of winter uh, and yet we have spring coming in as well but what we are learning about love for us this month now surfaces for review and it's about gratitude for those in our lives and there's a great expression that I had read somewhere it says God gave us a gift of 86,400 seconds today have you used one today to say thank you So that's something for you to say to do today, your friends, wherever you wherever you are and whenever you listen to this, that uh, say thank you and thank you is the art of gratitude to me is one of the greatest gifts as human. And believe me, I use it all the time. And when you are in the flow of gratitude, the universe has to open its arms or its its whole energy and gives you back. And it's not just doing it to give or to receive, I should say. It's doing it because you want to. So let's let's all say thank you. And, you know, all spiritual practices give voice to the truth that love is stronger than fear, hatred or indifference. And we know that, you know, all you need is love. And perhaps then our greatest, pa- you know, our greatest practice this month in the last month of winter is to choose to experience this universal spiritual truth in our own lives. And that means like to make a conscious decision to immerse ourselves in the light and love and warmth of the heart. So we can choose and choose again as the need arises to redirect our attention away from worries and resentments and shake ourselves loose from apathy or indifference and maybe focus your awareness from moment to moment, minute to minute, second to second, more upon affection and tenderness. Because we always have the opportunity and choice to express the love that flows between us within our circles of influence and extend it to all living people, to all animals, to the plants, to the trees. And when you are a beacon of love, when you are somebody who is in love, in love with, with self, in love with this experience of life and maybe in love with someone else, which is lovely. You will be different. You'll act different. You'll walk different. You'll see things differently from a different point of view. And what happens is it has a mesmerizing effect on those around because people are drawn. And even in our situation now, right now, friends, um, as we're still in continued, you know, cocooning, um, you still can connect in with people through virtually. And even if you are out for a walk, you can still connect in and still spread the love. And I would have used this example before, which to me is a beautiful example of how um, a wonderful um, civil rights leader called Medgar Evers, he demonstrated his love and gratitude for his wife, uh, Maril Evers. And this was the story she wrote. And she said, I love roses. But Medgar could never afford to buy me a florist bouquet. So he did something better. Every year he made a ritual of giving me bare root roses to plant in our yard, and eventually three dozen rose bushes were the envy of our neighbours. Once in a while, Medgar would garner or gather a bouquet, or perhaps just one rose, and hand it to me as he came through the door. It became an unspoken verse of love between us. And Ever Evers was summoned back in the time, in the early 60s, uh, very much um, around civil rights in America. And unfortunately, he was shot dead in his backyard where those beautiful roses were. So for his wife, his beautiful wife, who went on also to be a civil rights uh, champion for civil rights, she was an incredible woman. She um, was able to, you know, see the roses and think of him. So sometimes it's the simplest things in life, even though it was a tragic ending. There was a great love that continued through the, through the, um, the growth of those roses. And... I feel that this month particularly because in numerology February is a month seven and I would have done my forecast on Facebook and Instagram please check that out but this month is very much numerology wise about the inner world so if there's something in your life or an area in your life that you wish to change or to bring healing to certainly friends this is the time to do it now there's never a wrong or right time to do healing work for yourself self-development self-worth but particularly this month and especially as we're still in the state of quiet time so maybe consider that um really starting to fall in love with self being able to really see and nurture and love the qualities of the person that you are and not expecting it to, to come from somebody else to recognize to embody to really be the love which you can therefore bring to the love to the world And as you know, friends, I've been working with the A to Z guide to solutions or solutions to everyday living. And we've managed to work through a load of them last year. And now this year we're back again with a different kind of view. So we're on the letter F. And when I was sitting preparing for this podcast, what came in, which I think is very apt for the time that's in it, is a simple word, flirting. Which I really enjoy actually. So there was a great woman called, would you believe she was a saint? Her name was Saint Ther- Teresa of Avila. And she said this Accustom yourself to continually make many acts of love, for they rekindle and melt the soul. Now, Saint Teresa of Avila, she was some woman. She she was a real maverick in her time. I might even do a podcast on her. And forget the fact that she was a saint. There's nothing really to do with it. She was a powerful woman, a bit like Bridget. And she got things done by God. But she was somebody who would have all these um, experiences where she'd come out of her body and she'd she'd levitate and everything she 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 really was a miracle worker and um, but I will talk about her again I I won't give it too much energy because we want to talk about flirting which is very important so an approving glance or a warm smile an unexpected compliment every day in many ways life flirts with us so Few things in life feel as good as being the object of someone else's undivided attention, even if it's a fleeting moment in Tesco's. So flirtation, as one writer says, is a small, impermanent spark between one human being and another. But spirit is the flint. So flirting is a is a notion that we can entertain briefly. And flirting is the art of... Of the possible, flirting invites charms and delights both the giver and the receiver. Oh, I love it! However, the real intent of flirting, of course, has been destroyed because it's been always used as the art of seduction. But flirting is making connection. Seduction is about commandeering. That's a bit different, right? There's nothing wrong with that, but but in this context, we're talking about flirting. So if it's obvious, it's not flirting flirting should leave its recipient with a bit of curiosity, a touch of intrigue and not entirely certain what just happened was real or perceived or even intended for the person. Isn't that brilliant? So some of the happiest people certainly I know are absolutely brilliant outrageous flirts. My mother was the most outrageous flirt and as she got older she flirted more so people weren't sure and she'd flirt with men and women and you know people weren't always sure whether she was um, being telling you know speaking her truth or just pretending so it was great fun to watch and observe her even in her 80s commanding court uh, men and women of all ages sat around her looking at her gazing at her listening to her quite like that myself So while flirting seems to be more natural to some more than others, in reality, flirting really is an acquired skill. Flirting has absolutely nothing to do with looks, age or your weight. Flirting has everything to do with your attitude and your sense of adventure. And that's what I feel embodied my mother. She just had that sense of um, divilment, we'd say, here in Ireland. So I would suggest that for you, friends, this week... In the month that we're in and certainly in terms of, you know, the love and the gratitude of self make this a week devoted entirely to becoming reacquainted with the spiritual gift of flirting and flirting is the oldest form of play um, with the youngest. If you look at a baby, I love babies. And have you ever met the eyes of a baby like in a in a coffee shop and their big inquisitive eyes give you a stare? And then when you look into their eyes, the baby looks up, then down, then away and then comes back to meet your gaze. She or he is entirely irresistible and you're completely captivated. That smile and baby returns the smile and a disarming game ensues until one of you departs. Although brief, that lingering good feeling is in both of you and by friends that is flirting. Okay, so On the surface, flirting might appear that you require loads of confidence, but really it's not true at all. It just takes a sense of generosity and unself-consciousness. And I feel, you know, why doing this and how we can practice now is because most of us, all of us are doing virtual online. So (laughs) give it a go this week, friends, you know. When you're on one of your conference calls or something, if there's somebody in your workspace or office that you kind of want to have a bit of a flirt with, just see how it reacts. (laughs) The most pleasant way to learn how to flirt is to allow your seven senses to lead you. So let's start with eye contact. The eyes might be the windows of the soul, but too many of us go through life with the curtains closed. So draw them open. Begin by looking kindly and directly at everyone you meet, whether you know them or not. Flirt for fun and leave it at that. Flirt, flirt in your getting your takeout coffee. Flirt when you're getting your petrol. Flirt when you're um, talking to somebody online on your, uh, you know, on, on Zoom. Flirt with people who you meet when you're walking your dog. And really, you know, let people not be sure whether you are flirting or not and laugh in sort of a little little kind of flirty way you know sort of a je ne sais quoi and flirt until the flirting is done and then flit away leaving a flirtatious air behind you and not one iota more so you go guys take that today flow flow and really enjoy that um the response that you get as well because you're definitely going to get a response and be open to it because I think flirting is one of the greatest gifts and uh, if Teresa of Avila can do it so can I and then it kind of ties in well with um, we've been talking about the senses and you know we spoke about the sense of sight and, and, and now we're going to talk a little bit about the sense of sound And again, it's about listening. And we probably have covered it before, but I just feel it's important because we're certainly very much on a virtual uh, world at the moment. So whilst you're learning to flirt now while you're on your different calls, um, obviously within context, and now perhaps perceptive listening is important too. And that's when we deliberately move from hearing to listening. And I think it's very important right now that we're listening to those who are around us in our world and our virtual world. So when we consciously shut out the distraction of background noise to focus completely on something, it really can change things. You know, um, it's very much the mindfulness piece when you are. We say, for example, you're um, on the phone and then somebody else is calling your name. It's it's get It's very much about trying to get the balance piece and you know, sometimes when we um, are caught up with so much sound, we really do need to go into silence and take time to literally, like we do, recharge our phones because the world, whilst it might be quieter in many ways, it's still a loud place in many ways. So, emotional listening is what happens when a particular um, sound bite, for example, transports us back to another time and space in realm of memory it could be a song or it could be the sound of someone's voice or the sound of nature and that can usually be spirits presence in us you know helping us to remember something that was a very good time or maybe not so good time and then, of course, sensuous listening invites us to experience life through our senses. We spoke with this sensuality, and the music that makes your happy, your feet happy, the soothing passion of the rain. I love that. Um With after a much you know needed nap, or a heartfelt conversation that makes you want to reach out and hold a hand, wouldn't that be lovely? Or offer an embrace? So it's important to make passionate your sense of hearing and prick up your ears so it's about perceptive listening so that's what we invite you to also do today because it's when we do that when we're when we're in a place of really being present life will become a presence and then just to sum it all up i always pick a little oracle card and we have been working with the four agreements which are the agreements which state that if we follow these agreements we will flow in life and they are be impeccable with your words always do your best don't take anything personally and don't make assumptions so they're the ones to live with but the message for today is about relationships which is very apt because this is the month um well you know It's a month for us to always, always time to look at our relationships, but it's also the month where we sort of, it gets highlighted a bit more. So relationships are just mirror images of your own life, how you feel and treat yourself, as well as how you react and respond to different situations and people around you. Be aware that every relationship is an opportunity for soul growth. So this is something I have been working with you know, with clients for years and relationships would be, you know, and how we relate are one of my greatest parts of my work. And in fact, I'm going to run a competition, friends, for Valentine's Day. So I'm going to offer a soul session to a couple. Um, so I'm going to put it up on Facebook and Instagram. So please become a part of it because um it will be a competition to to maybe give to somebody Who is your partner or someone, an interested partner, perhaps who you'd like to give a soul session for so the two of you would win the prize. So but let's go back to this. So relationships are just mirror images of your own life, how you feel and treat yourself, as well as how you react and respond to different situations and people around you. So even though when we're in relationship and we are seeing perhaps the faults or the things we wish to change in the other person. It is always about us. Now, you might say, well, Grania, I am in a narcissistic relationship with a a person with narcissistic tendencies. You've no idea what that's like. However, the thing is, you as the person looking onto the relationship and the other person, it's important that you're able to evaluate, well, where are you coming from? What in some level did you bring this person into your experience to learn? I know it's a tricky one, and the thing is, when you take full responsibility for your own behaviour and then recognise your own worth and how long and what, and what you wish to experience from the other person, you then become in a place of authenticity and a place of strength because you therefore know that you have boundaries and how far you will go and take in any relationship. When you are able to view what the other person is highlighting in you, you have actually mastered the law of life. Which, in other words, means that someone else's bad behaviour is their behaviour, but it's how you react and respond to that behaviour is the key. And what you see in someone else, let's be positive, if you see kindness, love, non-judgment, empathy, Support in another person. You can guarantee that's in you because you recognise it. Likewise, if you see other traits that may be not so conducive to what you wish to have in a relationship, the thing to do, dear friends, is to step away from your, not even step away from the relationship. Take a step back and really look at your own behaviour, your own responses, what you present to this relationship and take full accountability for it. And of course, if the other person is in any way abusive, physically, emotionally, mentally or spiritually, and it's not for your highest good and healing, and you feel you've done all the work you can do, well, then you have a choice to obviously step away and walk away. So everything is in context, dear friends. So for today, your week is be aware that every opportunity, every relationship is an opportunity for soul's growth. So every single breakup. Breakthrough, breakdown, relationship you've had has been a part of helping you to develop and become the true soul you are. Likewise, you would have also been the teacher and supporter and perhaps a guidance to the other person too. But you always have free will, free choice. You're here to learn as the soul that you are. And so inv- inv- just invoke it. And if you're single, friends, this is the time and you want to bring in a relationship. Call in the person, speak to the person, even if you haven't met them yet. A bit like the Michael Buble song, I haven't met you yet. And talk to the person as if they're around you, even when you're doing your mundane jobs and say, I'm so looking forward to meeting you. There's another, I might do another podcast on how to attract in love because it really does work. So dear friends, on that note, have a wonderful week. Again, we relate relate to people, flirt, and see what the reaction is and please friends if you want to become a patron and have more daily messages which I share every day with my patrons individual messages plus extra podcasts and bonus features please feel free to become a patron of my work it means so much to me so I can spread the love so keep flirting until we meet next week much love